0: Guys, this is the part two of the conversation, as I promised. So let's get right into it. Continuing the conversation with Bjordan D'Afredi.
1: The truth is that when I show up at a place, whether I like it or not, I am representing where I come from. You know, whether I like it or not, especially for those of us who are in corporate America. Look. I know you want to say, well, I'm not I'm not the Nigerian ambassador in this place. I'm not the Kenyan ambassador. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And trust me, your behavior there at that point, your output, your productivity and everything can shut the door to the next 100 yeah. people yeah. like you. And yeah. that is the honest truth. That is how Indians have been able to grow in tech in this country. Yeah. Yeah. That is the truth. Yes. Yeah. Right now, you show up at a tech interview and just, you know, have an Indian name and just say, I've worked yes, I've worked with Nexus, I've worked with Confluence, I've worked with this. You mentioned like 10 applications and they'd be like, okay, when can you start? That's okay. the truth. And that's because when they get in there from in the past, I don't know about in 2023, but I know when you needed them to work, they put their heads down and they worked. Mm-hmm. So whether you like it or not, you didn't leave the shores of your country to be spokesman for your birth country, but you are. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to announce it everywhere that you are you this is where you're from, you know. But I would just say that, um yeah, the education educating part, that's kind of uh it's very key for people to understand because there's you know i'm very passionate about talking about navigating workplace bias finding yourself in the office there is a time when an immigrant moves to a new country and this is for anyone from across the world there is a time there's a survival time look i'm not talking about if your father is a sultan of brunei or you guys have oil money or you have to that's not yeah. what i'm talking about i'm talking about like a regular regular person yeah. okay so yeah. when you move <laughs> When you move to
0: have oh, our stories
1: <laughs> When you move to a new country, there is a survival period. And in that time, you might not you might have little or no choice on like jobs that you take, things that you do. You might have to code switch to survive. There's no shame in that you do what you have to do so that you can get to thrive from survive and when you get to thrive you are going to run into opportunities to educate people about where you're from about opportunities uh where you, from where you you were born and all of that good stuff and i hope that you that people take it take those opportunities because their business opportunities and there they're, they're in you know people want to invest in the motherland right? especially right now people yeah. want to invest in the motherland yep. if i decided to 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 um put together a trip of 18 people right now to go back to Nigeria I would find those eighteen people easy yep easy yep. I would <laughs> yes. so so yes. many and and especially styling and fashion opportunities right now it's crazy in Ghana in Nigeria mm-hmm. in um um there's some other really like great countries that are are making you the most out of this current wave and you know so that's my my take on education Uh, if people want it yes we'll do our best to push it like I have this friend when I was telling her about my name she was asking me about my name and I was telling her and she's and and I was oh I was telling her something about okay I had a naming ceremony because she's American I um, I mean she you know she's African-American um I was telling her about um the naming ceremonies and i had a naming ceremony that weekend and she was like what is that and i explained it to her Mm -hmm. and uh she was so surprised she was like why don't you guys tell us all this stuff yeah (laughs) tell us about all this stuff i'm like if you if you, i'm like you're asking me now so i'm telling you yeah yeah (laughs) and so so that's the education part right of of um you know and i explained to her about how how important naming is in my own culture yeah. and that a name is essentially the first gift you give a living child yeah.
0: yeah and a
1: name is for us for where i come from is a prayer so every time the name is mentioned it is a prayer
0: yes
1: and she her mind was blown she was like you guys don't tell us any of this i'm like you're just asking me <laughs> I cannot walk around just telling you this, you know. Yeah. And so uh, that's the reality of things. Um, I don't know if you had any experience with someone like was like, why for me, why haven't you been telling us about burner boy and whiskey? Right,
0: right. I, I, you know, it's so funny that you. <laughs> it's so funny that you mentioned that because, uh, I have had people like occasionally like I might slip certain things like when people find out that my name is not Fooms my name is actually longer. And then I say, well, okay, so what? And they're like, why do you have, that? and then I have to explain to them like, look, we don't just give names like that. We... So I do have a few opportunities here and there. The interesting thing is that now I feel like with Afrobeats <laughs> and I'm saying this because you, you mentioned Brenna, it's funny because at my job now, Right. For the last couple of weeks, I remember, like, I think it was in June or one of those weeks where every single day I went to the cat. well, I, I go into the office twice a week, I would hear Burner, Burner Boy or Whiskey or something. So I'm like, OK, well, maybe it's some week, whatever, They are celebrating something this week. And honestly, for the past couple of months, I had to tell one of my friends, I'm like, did I hire a Nigerian chef or a Nigerian something that is like, you guys must know that I'm here. But what I'm saying that is, I think that now with Afrobeats, you know, literally playing on mainstream radio in America, which is like, oh my God. I mean, I remember when it used to be like at 11 p.m. at night at the radio when they were sneaking one one song. And now it's literally, you walk into the most mainstream stores and they're playing Afrobeats and all of that. I think that it just gives such an opportunity for us to be able to make sure that you are not just learning the lyrics of our songs and the beats. You are actually learning our stories as well. You are actually learning about, I think that this is the perfect climate for us to be able to tell people, okay, I see you singing the song. Okay, like, (laughs) who is other than who, Brenna? Like, do you know a little bit about the culture? What does this mean? What the, you know, I think it is the perfect opportunity For us. So I'm going to pivot a little bit. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: I read one of your articles where you talked about 10 ways (laughs) for (laughs) an immigrant to fail, (laughs) 10 10 surefire ways, 10 surefire ways, 10 things that you can do. So, Piki, kind of going off that, what are some of the ways that you see how we sabotage ourselves professionally now as an immigrant? So, Mm -hmm. one. You're an immigrant, you already have that. Two, you're in a workplace where, you, especially, you know, I'm gonna go up women and go as a female, because I do think that sometimes men have it easier, male immigrants, because for us, we already have like, one is the double whammy, like you're immigrants, you have an accent, you are, you're a person of color, and you're a female. So what are some of the ways that we sabotage ourselves?
1: That is such a great question. Um, So yeah, thank you for reading that. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, um, I put that on the um, www.immigrate.life because it is wild how we, how generations of us keep doing the same thing over and over again. And I also see a lot of people right now pivoting careers at the time the big immigrant career was being was going into nursing even if you had no bedside manner and
0: have you been are you an immigrant if your family has not asked you to go into nursing, are you
1: <laughs> as someone as someone who also experienced it right but from the place of from the moment I was born, born, my mom was a nurse. My mom was a nurse for over 50 years. Oh, all right. At least you had
0: that. You can say your mom was so No,
1: good. no. So, no, but so for her, you know, it's not even about just wanting us to be nurses. She loves nursing.
0: Yeah.
1: i'm having to explain to her, I do not love anything like that. <laughs> and the closest thing to nursing I will ever do is having children. And <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so having having to explain that to her but anyway yeah but i think one of the but shout out to my mom she retired last year i'm super proud of her she is my biggest biggest uh female role model in the whole world she loves the lord and she loves what she does um I, i'm like i've learned so much so much from from her so yeah uh, but yeah, to the to the ways that we sabotage ourselves in corporate, I would say, um, to be honest, n- number one is not having a mentor.
0: Mm.
1: Not having a work mentor will 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 sabotage you as an immigrant because mm. you can easily misunderstand. Mm. Um, you know some silent rules because yeah. there are always the rules that are not in the handbook you know yeah. there are always the people that people think are untouchable and you go and you touch and you're not even sure what you're doing and then you look behind you and oh you all oh, the people that were pushing you to all oh, the people that were around you they not- the end the day, like what happened yeah. right and then there's just you know the, the possibility that you put your foot in your mouth because cultures are different so having a work mentor that can you know you can share like your goals your work your career goals with you can share like your place like, some like moves you're trying to make and how best to make them and the person can be like oh how about you try this or mm-hmm. the truth is that as a Nigerian American in 2023 who was born in the 80s, I am an other. That is the reality. I I there's a there's a certain part to my thinking that can be extremely different. I can tailor it to suit the moment, but trust me, I was born in Lagos in the 80s. <laughs> light still goes up today i want to shout nepa it's amazing it's there (laughs) and i'm okay with it being there but another way that we self-sabotage is not understanding that um you are being that you can you could have been taken in as a token Mm -hmm. the token black person and not just a token black person the token african that yeah. can be the reality of why you were taking. There's yeah. no need to be upset wow. about yeah. that. Because I see some people getting mad, like, oh, no, that was the reality. Yeah. So you're not going to get in there and just put your, your hands under your butt and just watch, yeah. you know, life pass you by. You're going to have to work hard. Another way that I think we sabotage ourselves in corporate is thinking that the job cares about us. No.
0: Yeah. No.
1: And if you've not learned that yet, you will learn.
0: <laughs> wow, that's a big one.
1: <laughs> you, will, you will learn, and I hope it won't be too late. <laughs>
0: that's, a, that's, that's a big one.
1: <laughs> they don't. They only care about their, you know, it, are they in the red or are they in the black? That's yep. it. Yep.
0: They don't
1: care about you. I'm sorry to tell you that, but you are replaceable, Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I think that is one way. thinking that the job cares about you, um ignoring your your mental health and your physical health, ignoring the things that matter to you, family, you know, your spiritual growth, those things that really matter. I'm not saying be that quiet quitter because quiet quitting is trending now, you know, yeah. you just quit mentally, but you're just there just. Packing away, yes, I know that's uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying just making sure that you try to invest in yeah. the things that will stay yourself, yeah. your body, your mind, yeah. your family, your relationships. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think good. those are a few ways. Those are a few ways. I, I know I'm. I know wow. they are, you know there are many that I won't talk about because of the time. I think those are yeah. a few ways.
0: Yeah, I think that if I if I go back to the article on the film, if I switch that, one of the things that did catch um, that stood out to me was when you talked about um, us always wanting to. Um, I guess if you surround yourself by people that are just like you, oh yeah, that's, that's something that's so natural, and I get it. Like what? It's natural. Mean? you 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 just it's natural for us to just want to be surrounded by it's very nice you know
1: and you know know one thing you know one thing for me you know one thing i've learned and i'm i'm sorry if i i caught into what you were saying one thing i learned was um when when it's it's a delicate it's a delicate dance Mm. I'm not saying, when I say that, I'm not saying to stay away from the people that look like you know, because there's some things that you should know in this EEO space, okay? So I'm not saying stay away from people that look like you know. I'm just saying, don't sometimes run into the people that look like us. is actually our fear manifesting yeah. into going to the things that are familiar. So yeah. when I want to network at events, I don't go to people that I know or know anything about them or know where they're coming from.
0: Mm.
1: If I'm in a mixed place, I the first thing I do is I don't go to anyone who is my skin color first. Mm. And the reason why I'm doing that is because that is what I want to do. Yes. My natural default self wants to go make a beeline to the person wearing an Ankara skirt. Yes. I'm like, uh-uh, my yes. person. You
0: so, know that that is so true? I'm so sorry, it is so true because I know like, sorry, I'm going to share this real quick. I remember Definitely. I went to a networking event at work and <laughs> it was a bunch of people. And as soon as I walked in, I saw like a few blocks. <laughs> like, and in my mind, I'm just like, ah, I go the other way, not because, but because yeah. to your point, that is the safe, Oh, that's your comfort zone. It is so... What's your comfort zone? It's comfort. Like, I, I would rather go talk to everybody else and then I will come back here because I don't... Like, it is a safety thing. So it's so interesting that yeah. you mentioned that.
1: That's your comfort zone. Um, You know, and it, it, for for someone who's also doing the same thing, like what you said, it takes time. So when we're talking about, um, you know, what you just shared about the story about you making a beeline for people who who look more like you. It's something that many people would do because that's their comfort zone. I, my internal self, you know, wants to do that. But because it wants to do that is why I would not to do that. And also because I've realized, it, it also depends why are we networking? So for like a workplace networking event, um, we're there to network because it's work right (laughs) so i will go to the people that are least likely to talk to me on a personal level yeah
0: Yeah.
1: they will talk to me on a work level which is just fine like i'm not looking to be your bestie this is work so let's talk about projects and i might find out pleasantly that you are someone that could make a project like easier for me and maybe deployment could happen real quick and all of that and, and so I, i'm happy to meet you in that space and that's where it ends you know um i might end up educating educating you in the process so i might not and it's my one fun thing that i do do when i when i m- meet uh and i'm networking in that space is i i ask them where you are originally from and it always throws them it always throws
0: because <laughs> they're used to it being <laughs> The other way, right? <laughs> it always throws them. They'll be like, "No, I'm from uh,
1: I'm from Oregon," and I'm like, "No, but no there." That is where a funny you? one. Well, and, we'll keep, and I will keep I should try that once. I should try that once because everybody
0: always asks me like, "Where are you originally from?" So I'm gonna do it. I will look for like the most. sense.
1: Yes. No. If and if if you're Caucasian and you ask me that question, I will definitely ask you, and I will keep going until we get to the person. <laughs> That was not from here because we yeah. need we need to stop asking that question. That question is to stop. Okay, this is 2023. Let it be from something else that you learned where I was born. Let it right. be from something else that you learned where my parents were born. I'm not ashamed of it, but don't let that be the first question you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So I like to play that game of where are you originally from? Let's find out. Ta-da.
0: So yeah, yes. Wow. That is so interesting. I like that. I'm literally going to use that and I will let you know. Like <laughs> let me know that's how it goes. That's a good one. Oh my god. I have enjoyed this. I have enjoyed Nine it. I have this has been so good. I'm going to end with one last question. If okay, you had that's to do good. if you had to do it over your immigrant life, what's one thing do you think you would do differently?
1: I think I would I would embrace failure faster. Mm. So my parents taught me a lot of things, a lot of things. So my dad turns 80 next year and there's going to be a book. It's a gift for them. Um, At at his birthday, by God's grace, you know, everyone there is going to get a book about how, you know, just the experience of them raising us. Um, But one thing that they did not teach me how to do was fail.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: There was never that... That's freedom to fail per yeah. se. You know, and so um, and I get it, I understand, you know, yeah. but when when failure brings punishment or when failure brings repercussion,
0: yeah.
1: right, then you become so afraid of failing that you will not do anything that looks like you might fail. Yeah. And so that means that you will never discover anything new that you can do. So when I meet someone that says, "Oh, I don't have any gifts," or I, "I'm not," I don't have any talent. I know immediately that there's someone who's afraid of failing because it is not possible that you're on this earth and you don't have multiple talents, multiple. Wow. You know, so yeah, I think if if I had to do it over again, I would. Take more chances. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be more risky <laughs> with my actions. Um, of course, uh, you know, risk that is calculated. You know, not crazy risk, but yeah, I would do that.
0: Thank you for sharing that. It, it really is because as immigrants, we do come with that burden of. <laughs> it took a you're lot letting of down history.
1: your whole. You're letting down your whole family. <laughs> hey, who in our <laughs> family has? <laughs> who in our family has ever done this which is even problematic for me for me that's even because whenever you want to do any new thing it's like nobody the first thing is nobody in our family has done this the more reason
0: why yeah the
1: more reason yeah. why, why is it that what why so so because and that is the thing with communal culture which and this i always you know if you talk to me for a length of time we'll end up talking about communal culture communal culture is powerful it is incredible if you are listening it is something that can elevate you in life people talk about you need you you need ability to raise a child that's communal culture that came from communal culture where everybody's every child's dad and mom right but the thing is communal culture if not if not checked can also be can also trap you into a sense yeah. of only doing what you are used to uh, so that's where you get nobody in this place has ever done business yeah. all of us we have good jobs finish school and get yeah. a good job and then you have a fear of business, and so you are only restricting yourself in business yeah. to just a small bit Meanwhile, maybe you have the makings of a mogul. You don't know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow.
0: Man, I feel like we need to have a part two of this conversation. <laughs> it's so deep. It is so I'm deep. Here. But, I, oh my God, I think it's been so wonderful, and I hope that, People can really connect to it. I do believe a lot of my listeners, at least, can. A lot of my listeners are immigrants, whether or not they admit it or not. But <laughs> it's been so wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait to come in, continue this conversation, whether on the podcast or in person. Especially, yeah, in hopefully in part. person. We're mm-hmm. gonna start from the next time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And your book. If someone wants to purchase your book, or how can we connect with you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Amazon. It is, um, I, my name is Biodon D'Afridi. And if you search, uh, the Immigrate Life Journal, or uh, the Immigrate Legacy Journal, or you search, "Lead me past this lies, or you search my testimony journal, like I have a couple of stuff on Amazon, so it will come up. Uh, you can also go to uh, com and, uh, you'll find me you can also go to www.immigratelife you can find me on instagram at immigrate.life you can also find me uh, on instagram at beyond friday and i'm also on tiktok life. thank
0: you for listening to this episode don't forget to subscribe like and comment hey we should connect find me on instagram at upswingwomen. women